0: Hi, I'm Pharrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I have another special entrepreneur from Vancouver on, and she's going to talk about her business, Park Fifth. Welcome to the show, Brooke.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for
0: having me. Absolutely, absolutely my pleasure. Now, Brooke, before we get into your business, Park Fifth, let's talk a little bit about what was your background before you started this business?
1: Yeah, um, before I started... uh, with Park and Fifth and my two other business partners, I was a um, buyer and allocations manager for a company called Kit and Ace that originated out of Vancouver, Canada, um, and spread all over North America. I think there were about 60 to 70 stores in the U.S. um, at one point, and seven in Canada, and a couple overseas as well. So I um, managed, managed all of the U.S allocation and where the product went to what stores and why and all that kind of stuff. So I had a a big background in product management, which is the buying and allocations of product um, to a retail store.
0: Gotcha. Now, how much do you think that played into, you know, helping you move into park and fit?
1: Um, a lot. That that specific role was extremely helpful when going into another inventory-based retail company. Um, but honestly, the biggest thing I learned from that past experience was that Kit and Ace was a startup company as well. And I was um, one of the first 50 employees that were hired there. And they grew to have thousands and thousands of employees very, very quickly. Um, it was a company that Chip Wilson, the... The founder of Lululemon started after Lululemon with his son and his wife, so it had a lot of capital, um, crazy, crazy growth, so um, I learned the most from pretty much being in that very unique startup capacity with endless capital to spend. It's, I don't know if anyone else could have had a similar experience to that in past, past work life, so.
0: I think that's always a, that's uh, definitely a, a, I guess you say a comforting experience when you're in a, a startup that has access to that much capital to where it's like you can try all the crazy ideas that come to mind. You can try different yeah, strategies. It,
1: <laughs> it was good and bad for sure. I'll just say that. But overall, an amazing learning experience. And I met so many key people that shaped my career as it is today, including my business partner, Zoe. So, Park and Fifth really is what it is today for many reasons, but one because Zoe and I met at KitNACE on the product management team, so
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, Park and Fifth, so you know, what is the business, and why did you start that one?
1: Yeah, so um, we are a bridesmaid dress business first. So we have a ton of different bridesmaids dress options. We focus on very on-trend, very fit, flattering um, styles. We also have a new bridal line. And then we also have a social occasion dress line that you can wear to, you know, dresses you wear to weddings or to whatever type of social occasion you have in your life. Um, so there's the three sections to the business there and, um, my business partner, Zoe actually started this out on her own. She left Kitten Ace where we were working together to start this business. And then I actually came on about a year after that. And we, um, yeah, have been going really strong ever since we have a third business partner as well named Jenny. And it's the three of us that kind of run the show. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been really great ever since then.
0: Awesome, so I always find it interesting when people go into a business that is, I guess it's, uh, on the surface, it would seem like is a business that is um, highly influenced by the customer preference. So when it comes down to like picking bridesmaid dresses, what you, the stereotype you hear is that, you know, brides can be uh, a big, very, very, I guess you say selective about what they like so how do you guys deal with that, like building or scaling or growing a business when the customer's personal taste is a huge impact on the product?
1: Yeah, um, so we never would have really run with this company if we were just starting a dress business to compete with all the other dress retailers out there. Because like you said, it is a customer preference. So to have a customer purchase your items with their, you know, their disposable income that they choose to shop with is is pretty tricky and very competitive. So that's not why we started the business. We really started the business for that bridesmaid focus. Um, and in Canada specifically, there are not many competitors. So that was a real gap in the market of trendy, well-fitting, well-priced bridesmaids dresses that really was the bread and butter at the beginning and still is the bread and butter to our business now um so even though we're competing out there for canadians there's not a lot of other great bridesmaid specific options
0: and i think that that's very interesting because uh, i mean i i personally i've never been a bridesmaid but my wife has been a bridesmaid yes, and, um, <laughs> in several different weddings and that process of finding her dress was always into because what we'd end up running into is she just have to get her measurements and then send it in to someone they get the dress made and ship back, and then hopefully it fits um, when she gets it back so
1: such a gamble, yeah, and that's something we um we really wanted to make sure we had inventory in bridesmaid's dresses. So when you shop our website or you come into any of our three stores, you're shopping like a regular retail store. So you can buy two in two different sizes, two different sizes, return one, exchange it, like all that kind of fun stuff, like regular retail. So we make it as easy as possible for the customer. Um, One of the other big reasons why I think, two of the big reasons why customers would choose us is that um, we are Canadian made. It's all made in Vancouver, literally just down the street from our office. Um, So that's a a big deal. Um, And then second, we were really environmentally conscious. So every single piece of scrap fabric from the production runs either goes into stuffing pillows for like innards of pillows or we recycle them all. Nothing goes to the landfill. Um, and that's something that's extremely important to us. So if clients are wary of that as well, they'll most likely choose us.
0: Wow, that is impressive. Now, so yeah. now that you guys have a third business partner on, um, what has it been like figuring out, you know, the decision making process? Because I hear a lot of entrepreneurs that say, you know, I, I want to start this business. You know, here, you know, I want to. Take on these business partners, but I'm always curious as to how do you navigate that decision making process when you have, you know, I guess you say so many, I guess multiple co-founders involved.
1: Totally. So um, how it worked was Zoe started it and then actually Jenny came on very quickly after that, and I was the last one on, but we've been together now for four years um, running the company as a team and it takes a lot of trust i always say that business partnerships are like a marriage partnership it's a lot of a lot of give and take um but uh mostly a lot of trust and respect and so far we've had a great time doing it the three of us and um it's been it's been a pretty pretty seamless ride so it's been a great partnership so far
0: awesome awesome so now what would it be experience or um, be like if someone came to your store and they were looking for something like, what could they expect from their experience of finding a dress in with Park and Fifth?
1: Yeah. So it's a very kind of s- similar experience to other retail stores. So we try and make it, um, extremely welcoming and, um, the experience, you, a special experience that you wanna have with your bridesmaids. That's something that um, we really take to heart. It's something that we try and um, section ourselves away from other regular retailers. We wanna make sure that you have the space and the time to bring all your girls in and have that, that great experience because buying your bridesmaid's dresses is one of those huge experiences of the year or two years of planning your wedding. Um, so although, the product operates like a regular retail store like you buy the dress there you take it away um the experience is a little bit more intimate uh it's also by appointment only so we sometimes have three appointments in there at one time but our some of our stores are big enough to have three separate groups in there at a time and three separate um sales associates working with you Uh, but that that um um, just lost my train of thought that um, appointment based business really allows for the customer to have that experience that we want them to have for this kind of big, big shopping moment of the wedding process.
0: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So how many store locations that you guys have?
1: We have three, one in Vancouver, one in Calgary and one in Toronto, all in Canada.
0: Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Now. For all of the people who are interested in, in finding you online or following your story of your company and business on social media, where can they find you?
1: So they can find us online uh, just at parkandfifthco.com. Um, and then they can find us all over social as well. We have a pretty, um, pretty large Instagram following now. Um, and we... We do a lot of um, ad targeting to the States actually. So we've got a quite a large American customer base now. Um, partly because the Canadian dollar is so weak. So um, an American customer is buying a $195 bridesmaids dress. Canadian, it's gonna be so much less for you guys. So that's, that's been a, a great thing for our American customers.
0: Okay, awesome. I'll have to keep that in mind if my wife is in another wedding.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) Now, um, so before we wrap up, two questions that I wanted to ask, and I like to ask different entrepreneurs as they're building their business. I mean, in your journey, what has been one challenge that you guys faced where you're like, okay, all right, we got to figure out a solution to this so we can move the business forward?
1: Yeah, first comes to mind for sure is the production side of the business. So since we're a vertically integrated company and we it's our own brand that we design, produce with contractors in the city of Vancouver and then sell, it's been really hard to find the right production partners in a city that isn't really known for factory manufacturing of, of um, apparel. So uh, that's been... Uh, um, that's been relationships we've had to cultivate for the last four years, and we finally feel like we're on solid ground with our production. Um, we haven't had to go overseas to China. We've been able to really, especially during COVID, keep like be in, be a part of keeping our economy going here in this city. Um, but we have had some moments along the way where either we've been dropped by a production facility because. They got a um, purchase order from Amazon or something like that. And it's like, oh, we're too little or we're not. It just doesn't make sense with their business because sewing dresses is harder than sewing athletic wear, for example, which Vancouver is very used to sewing. Um, So we've had some touch and go moments along the way with production facilities for sure. And if you don't have the goods or somewhere to produce it, you have nothing to sell. So um, that's been really tricky especially because we produce largely a a lot of our inventory bridesmaids dresses, we have to offer a wider range of colors because let's say you don't have a green color that's really popular this year. If people want that green color and have that vision for their wedding, they're they're gonna go somewhere else. So you need to make sure you have the color array, but you also need to make sure that we have the size array too. So our bridesmaids dresses are produced in size double zero up to size 22. So that's a really, really big size range, which we are very proud to carry, but it makes it very hard to produce. So we've had to really cultivate those relationships with our production partners for, honestly, the last four years. So it's taken a long time.
0: Gotcha. Now, I guess I take it you guys spend a lot of time on inventory management and trying to optimize inventory.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Now, the last question that I like to ask every guest that comes on to the show, I mean, when you think about that, and, and I think you've kind of alluded to a couple of these, but um, when you think about your journey, you know, what is one lesson that you've learned that you would say, you know, this lesson is one that, you know, just about every entrepreneur should know to really be successful in what they want to do?
1: Um. I don't know if this was a lesson per se that we've learned over the last four years, but it's definitely been something that Zoe and Jenny and I strive for. Um, That's been, um, I guess, really, really come back to us in such a positive way. And it's so important and it's to value the people that you work with and treat them with, the best way possible that you can culture has been everything to us. We, we strive to have the best culture here and we work really, really hard on it. And it has just paid back in spades. We could not be here without our small team. And I think, I think we have about 15 employees now, but every single one of them has absolutely personally impacted this business and they are giving it their all every day. So if you can find people like that, do anything in your power to keep them. Make sure the culture is that you develop for your business from day one are the, will attract the type of employees you want to have on your team. That's definitely the biggest thing, I
0: think. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. Brooke, thank you so much for coming on to the show to tell us a little bit more about your journey and about Park and Fifth. Fem- um, and also for sharing the wisdom and the insight. I mean we, we definitely um, love to see Park and Fifth continue to grow and make such a big impact. And we'll do our part to let more people let our audience know about Park and Fifth. <laughs> Yeah. Thank
1: thank you you so much. I really appreciate it. And that
0: concludes another episode of the business talk library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram at business talk library, LinkedIn. You can follow the business talk library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube, searching for business talk library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them remember keep it simple